What is up, parents? Welcome back to Teenager Tuesday. Talk about purpose for dot, dot, dot. We're here with part two of Purpose. I'm Elijah Keck. I'm the student pastor at the McKinney campus. With me today is none other than Kira Watson. Kira, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Kira, what is your role here? I'm the student admin. I never I never introduced you as that. Yeah. So student admin, uh, she works a lot with Will Centrally, um, does a lot of stuff. So she's busy, 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 busy. So uh, I'm excited about this. We, If you missed last week, go back and listen to last week. We talked yes. about purpose for the right now. So if you're like, my student, I'm struggling with their purpose, whatever. Go <laughs> listen to last week uh, because this week's talking more about our students' future, which is a scary thing thinking about your students. You're like, oh my gosh. They're going to be an adult. How does that make sense? They're, they don't even know how to tie their own shoes. I don't even know what to do about this. Um, but we're going to give you some tips for that. We have three, just like last week, we have three kind of tips and thoughts of how to help students embrace their purpose for their future. Um, and so how can we help prepare them? I think that's a good way to think about it with parenting. Yeah. Because you can't control everything. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think sometimes as parents, we try to do well, yes, I'm not a parent, but <laughs> parents try to do too much and like almost like force their kids instead of preparing their kids yeah. to face it themselves. And so uh, we're going to give these three these three tips on how we can do that better as parents and pastors, honestly. So number one, I'm going to take this one because I love it. Teach them to have feelings, but to control their actions. Teach them to have feelings, but to control their actions. In other words, how do how does not or sorry how how, how do we how I feel does not always reflect our actions. So it's I think sometimes we go on the other side of this where we're like, don't feel that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you can't be don't be mad, yeah. don't be angry, don't have feelings, and like that's such a bad place to be because you can't control your feelings. I think you can work on how to how to have feelings in different ways, but you can't always control your feelings. And it really it's it's more about. What do our actions show of our feelings? Mm-hmm. And so uh, acknowledge like what people feel and, and that people have emotions, but don't be a slave to our emotions. Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Right? Don't be a slave to those things, but whatever is good, like the, embracing the goodness of God and, 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 and thinking about these things in our life and, and putting those thoughts into our lives. I think it's a great way to set uh, students up for success is being like, hey, it's okay to feel this way, mm-hmm. but how, does, how, do, how can you embrace the fruits of the Spirit to show through that? Yeah. And I think the more that you flip, and for me, I'm like way— like, in terms of emotions, I'm way less emotional as I was as a teenager, which teenagers are crazy emotional. <laughs> um, but I, I have way more self-control than I did, Yeah. which is like, that's just how we react with our emotions. Mm-hmm. And so uh, self-control is a fruit of the spirit. So if you want better self-control, that's being more like Jesus. That's embracing what God has for you. That's embracing scripture. That's continuing to put what goes in. Because I, I believe this as a pastor. Maybe you believe this too, Kara. I think you would. What goes in comes out. Yeah. And so... A big part of it is like, man, I don't know why my students reacting this way. I don't know why they they like they're just they can't get over their feelings. Well, maybe it's because the shows they watch, or maybe mm-hmm. it's because the music they listen to. Maybe it's because the person they love so much is so toxic, and that's making them toxic. It's like we have to realize that whatever, if we want to change our fe- our actions from our feelings, it starts with self control, and that starts with what are we putting in. And a big part of that is plugging in scripture, plugging in prayer, 
The more we do that, the more Jesus will show through our actions and our self-control. Yeah, so. that's so good. I think a huge part of that is also like working through your feelings. Yeah, I think a lot sure. of the time we just try to like stuff them down. One of the biggest things <laughs> that I try to talk students through is I always say like, hey, the way that you're feeling is valid because it's how you feel. You can't you can't help how you feel, but you yeah. can help how you work through it. So how can you work through your feelings to get on the other side of them right. so you can act in a way that shows self-control hmm. so don't act when you're feeling but work through those feelings and then act yeah i think it goes also with other people and yeah. uh there's a student that once told me like talking about politics which we've already talked about students in politics but you know he like was really passionate about this pol political thing and just like was hurting other people's feelings and i talked to him about it and he was like well facts uh what, i don't know what it means like facts facts don't care about feelings mm. and i'm like well Christians, Christians should care about feelings. Yeah. People, you should care about people's feelings uh, and not just like think it's just nothing. So right. that's like another part of that, of like controlling the way we treat other people because of feelings and yeah. how that's going to come off. So that's yeah, just another part of it. Good. Kind of going into that, number two, embrace responsibility. Uh, we need to guide students to embrace responsibility <laughs> as a God-given God -given thing instead of a hurdle uh, to get in the way of comfort. So right. they need to know that hard work isn't a bad thing. It's yeah. not bad to have to work through things. It's not bad to have responsibility of something. Right. And I think a lot of the time it's like, well, I'll participate in it, but I don't want to be responsible for it. Yeah. I don't want to lead that. I just want to, I just want to do it. <laughs> I just want to do the thing. So we have to help students embrace responsibility and embrace responsibility over their actions and the way that they're acting now and how that could lead to things in the future. Right, for sure. And I think just like, I think sometimes as parents, it's easy to go to treat responsibility as a punishment. Yeah. You're doing this. So I'm about to put you in charge of the chore, this chore for this amount of time. It's like, don't treat it as a punishment because then when they do the things and they have responsibility, it feels like they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. Right. And it's like, no, we want, like, it's a, it's a privilege yes. that comes with, you know, trust. So. Yeah, absolutely. In Ephesians 2.10, um, I love this verse. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. Yeah. He created us so that we can do good things. So responsibility of doing those good things is so important, so valuable. Yeah. The last one is passing on responsibility with age. Um, to quote the great theologian, Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. And I love that because honestly, it just makes sense in life. It's just a great quote. And it's not, you know, obviously not actual scripture or anything like that, but it's a great quote to, to think about and, and to instill in your students. It's like, man, the more the more, you know, power you have in life, if you want to be a powerful person and live with power, that even in, as a Christian too, the more responsibility comes with it. That's yeah. why, you know, we expect pastors to hold themselves to a higher place because they're, they have more power. So they have to be more responsible. Right. And so the more responsibility you have, the harder it is also. So I think part of that is the older you get, you're going to have responsibility. So how do we set up or prepare our students to have responsibility? Because when you turn 18, 19, 20, responsibility will come. Yep. You can't hide from responsibility. And the people that do, it never works yeah. out. So how do we help our students do that? Um, I think there's a great book, Feeding the Hand That Bites You. Uh, I know that uh, Will Will loves this book. He's talked to me about it a couple of times before, but it's by Kenneth Wilgus. And he has a couple quotes in here. I want to read these and kind of talk about it. 
the first thing, but it says this, for adolescents to be ready for life after high school, they need at least some period of time exercising their own judgment in all aspects of their life while, while they are still at home with their parents. Mm. Another one is this, the goal of disciplining a child is obedience. The goal of disciplining a teenager is responsibility. Yeah, Man, those are so solid. Yeah. Uh, and really, it's just the, the idea of training. If you want them to be good with responsibility, you have to give them responsibility. They're not just going to magically be good at it. And so what does that look like? Maybe that's giving them a responsibility and letting being okay that if they fail in that responsibility. Yeah. Um, I had responsibility as a teenager. Uh, my parents gave me a lot of responsibility in different areas, whether that be in church. Like mm. I was a worship pastor when I was like, or not pastor, but I was a worship leader when I was like 15. Yeah. And like I had to prepare everything. And if it didn't work out, my dad wasn't not there to bail me out. I uh -huh. just looked bad on me. So um, just different things like that. Like there's a lot of areas you can pass that off. And maybe maybe that's chores. Maybe that's something in the house. Maybe that's, you know, obviously parents always say, you're going to take care of the dog if you get a dog. Well, then actually hold them to that standard. Don't yeah. just say, hey, this is your responsibility and then bail them out. Let them fail. Let mm -hmm. them let them see the results of not being responsible uh, because then that will build their responsibility, their, their capability to be responsible uh, in that. But I love that quote. The goal of disciplining a child is obedience, right? A young child is like, okay, you need to be obedient. Mm -hmm. But the goal of disciplining a teenager is to teach them responsibility and to show them, hey, I'm not always going to be there for you. Yeah. I'm not always going to be bailing you out of every situation you're gonna have to learn what that looks like and so that causes them to have to be responsible right so. it kind of reminds me of like a baby bird like the mom feeds the baby bird and then the mom teaches the baby bird how to fly and then the baby bird flies so like you're right. not just gonna let the baby bird out of the nest it's gonna fall right yeah so you have to kind of prepare it along the way and nurture it along the way so i think that's those are great steps for sure yeah that's all three i mean honestly i feel like a lot of the you probably knew all these but it's just a good reminder i think in life just that first off that you need to be preparing our students we can't just expect them to be great at something or expect them to do well and even as christians as as pastors like i know that we can kind of be a, a crutch sometimes to students and so it's 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 like we're trying some everything we can and hope students right now to give more responsibility to students yeah. because we know that if they can have responsibility. And that's why I love, I love when parents let their students decide what youth group they're going to go to, even if it's not ours. Yeah. Uh, because if they can do that as a teenager, they're more likely to do it in college. For sure. And so give a responsibility. They'll, they'll run with it. Trust me, they will let them fail. It'll, it'll devastate them, but that's how you build better responsible people. Mm -hmm. So it's as easy as that. But I believe this, that you can do this. You are not alone. God is with you. And so are we. We will catch you next week.